You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, Fan Sighted, Daily DDT. My man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. How about you, brother? Doing good, man. Can't complain. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania. We got Chamber out the way. But before we get to that, uh, you can find Graham Matthews on Twitter at WrestleRant. Um, find myself on Twitter and IG, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Also on YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe all that good stuff also on tiktok at two out of three falls pod give us a follow on there so graham we had the chamber uh pay-per-view or premium live event uh last week so uh that that's coming gone and obviously the main event was Sami Zayn against roman reigns for the uh undisputed universal title um we we, we kind of filled in some holes for wrestlemania we got oscar going on to uh get bianca belair at WrestleMania, um, Theory is still the U.S. champion, and, um, and now we have officially Roman Reigns will be defending the title against Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, and I think all signs point toward Sami Zayn linking up with Kevin Owens to take on the Usos at WrestleMania. But mm. uh, you know, me, I, I saw the match live with Sami and Roman. The crowd was hot. It it it, it reminded me of how when CM Punk. And John Cena went at it at Money in the Bank in, in, in his hometown of Chicago. Um, crowd was fired up. I think pretty much the whole night. Montreal is a great uh, city for professional wrestling. And it just, that whole story between Roman and Sammy culminated um, that night. And um, I don't think you could have had a better finish than that. I know Jay Uso coming in at the end and kind of like making you think what's going to happen. Is he going to hit a Roman or hit Sammy Zayn? Um, Neither happened, and um, and I think for this Usos bloodline, Sami Zayn story, the reason why Sami Zayn is not main eventing WrestleMania because it was it was never really about Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. It was, it was always about Sami Zayn to me and and Jay Uso. That's how that was the real crux of the whole story. Um, Cody rose up next for, for for Roman. I think that's that's the proper way to go. Sami Zayn might get a, a title shot down the road, but I think people should not be upset that Sami Zayn did not walk out as champion. Um, do you feel that way? Do you feel like they, the story, the way it is, the way it happened is the way it should have been played out? I completely agree. I don't know if we're in the minority on that. Cause I saw a lot of, I don't want to say outrage. People weren't like about to burn down the social yeah. media. I mean, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like rumble 2014, rumble 2015 when Batista and Roman Reigns went and stuff like that. A lot of people questioning, frustrated. Why would you not have Sammy win in his hometown when he's as hot as he is and mm-hmm. makes sense. Give him his moment. I've been saying this for days, weeks, months. I've been saying since the summer and I'm not the only one. The end game for this angle with Sammy has always been to reunite with Kevin Owens and to win the tag titles from the Usos. It's been the only end game that makes sense right. for Owens, for Sammy, and even for the Usos for the last year now. Now can plans change? Should they change sometimes? Absolutely. I don't think anyone ever expected Sammy to get over as he did, but To those people, I say this. If Sammy wins at the pay-per-view, and listen, it wouldn't have been an amazing moment, don't get me wrong, but if Sammy wins in Montreal, the fuck do you do at WrestleMania? And I don't want people to say, oh, you do a triple threat. Dude, a triple triple threat could be the worst possible option. You bring back Cody with the Royal Rumble. At that point, he's an afterthought. People might argue now he's an afterthought, which I don't agree with, but 
He's an afterthought. If Sammy becomes champion and Roman goes back for the belt at WrestleMania, Roman in chase mode at WrestleMania just seems bizarre to me. Sammy in defense mode at Mania is bizarre to me. Not that we've never seen that before. I know people are comparing it to Eddie and Brock at, at, at No Way Out 2004. Right. Um, you know, Angle went for the belt at Mania. Eddie defended it. I get it, but it's a different story. It's 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 much. Eddie wasn't on this like they didn't have this year long storyline like they did with Sami Zayn. Um, but it not only messes up plans for, you know, Roman Reigns and Sammy. Cody would get booed. They did a triple threat. Cody would get booed. I don't know why he would sacrifice all the goodwill they built up with Cody as a big, big star just for a short-term champion in Sami Zayn. I don't even know if Sami Zayn walks out of there still champion. That, to me, on paper, Sammy, Roman, Cody as a triple threat is not as appealing as Cody and Roman one-on-one. And we've had enough mania triple threats over the years, including with Roman a few years ago um, with him, Edge, and Brian. I don't want to see that again. To me, the triple threats are kind of an excuse. Mm. We've seen enough of them. And it didn't make sense in this way. Uh, the Usos then have their mania plans messed up. Kevin Owens has his mania plans messed up. You kind of have to scramble to put together a you know, a healthy top of the card for both nights. I just think it would have been a really dumb, short-sighted decision. People really wanted Sammy <clears> to get his <throat> moment. He can always get his moment down the road. And people saying, well, it won't be the same. Well, no shit, it won't be the same. But it's the exact same thing like with Drew McIntyre. He didn't win at Clash of the Castle. He didn't win in Cardiff. Whenever he gets the belt back, which I'm sure he will at some point, it's not going to be the same as if he beat Roman on that show. But honestly, though, to me, it's about the bigger picture here. It's not about Sami Zayn. It's about whoever's going to carry the company next. Sami Zayn, I love the guy. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think WWE sees him as that guy. Him as champion, he's not going to be champion for six, seven, eight months. I mean, maybe I know Kofi Kingston was after he beat Daniel Bryan, but it wasn't like he was the face of Friday Night SmackDown after he became champion. I mean, he was for a little bit, but then he lost it, and then he was never in the title <clears throat> picture again. Same thing with other people as well. So um, Cody is the guy. He should beat Roman. If he loses to Roman and Mania, then we got a problem because I don't know what the fuck you do with Roman then, what you do with Cody, stuff like that. We need a, a new champion. We need two titles back. I think that happens with Cody Rhodes as champion. But, um, yeah, I, I completely disagree with people saying that putting the belt on Sammy at Chamber would have been a smart idea. It would have been a cool moment, but that's it. You need the full, bigger picture with something as big as Roman's reign, who's been champion for over 900 days. you got to book it right. Mm-hmm. People saying that Sammy should have won the title and lost it a day or two later is one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard. I'm not really sure why you would do that. So uh, I'm, I'm happy they're staying the course for once, and I think it's going to work out well in the end. Me and you were on this show uh, the last two weeks, and the question I brought up was, all right, does Jay Uso interfere to try to help Sammy and then hit Sammy by mistake, or does he show his true colors to align himself with Roman to call Sammy Zayn uh, the title? But what we had on, on Saturday was Jay Uso comes in the ring and still doesn't know what to do, and then now it, it's Sammy trying to go and attack Roman, but hits Jay Uso in the process. Uh, that kind of caught me off guard because I, I think I thought Jay Uso would have been the one to be doing doing that, uh, attacking Sammy or you know trying to attack Roman, but miss. This this time it's Sammy. Uh, did you like how that played out? Where now Sammy was the aggressor trying to get to Roman, but hits Jay Uso instead. But now it's like Jay Uso is in a, a weird place where do I trust Sami Zayn now? Is he my boy still? Do I, do I still fuck with Roman? Like, how did you watching it live see that? And like, you know what, was that a good idea or a bad idea? Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like my mind still hasn't been made up on that. I felt like the only outcome that made sense if Roman was going to win. I didn't like what they did. Cause it felt like every Roman reigns pay-per-view ending where the bloodline gets involved yeah. and then he wins via that. 
Um, I thought that was lame. Like at least when Roman beat Drew in Cardiff, I mean, that was another thing of like the Usos interfered and that was it. That would have been dumb, but they had solo Sokoa debut. He was the X factor. And then he debuted and helped Roman win. Mm -hmm. I thought that was amazing. We had more storytelling here than just the Usos interfering. And that was it. It was overbooked to hell, but I think it kind of needed to be in order to tell the story that they're going for with Jay Uso being conflicted. Now, Again, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I didn't like that we didn't get a decisive turn from Jay. I also didn't like that we got that we didn't get a post-match reunion from Owens and Sammy because mm-hmm. they were in Montreal. It would have been amazing. Right. Looking back on it now, I'm not going to say what they did was perfect because we really don't know where the story is mm-hmm. going and what they had planned. Right. I don't mind that they didn't do the reunion because it gives them more time to tell a story. Honestly, Owens coming out to save Sammy and then they get the big hug in Montreal – after all the shit that Sammy's put Owens through in the last couple of months and vice versa over the last 10 years, wouldn't make a lot of sense. I think them dragging it out. They have six weeks till Mania. So Owens and Zayn don't need to be on the same page yet. They could do that big reunion moment on Raw in a couple weeks, um, right before Mania. The match is booked for Mania, and then they win the tag titles there. I think you can get away with doing that. Um, I'm fine that they didn't do that at the pay-per-view. It made for a lackluster ending to the show, but I understand why they did that. The Jay Uso turn... You know, I've said before, he kind of needs to be a, de- a definitive heel in that Usos-Owens-Zayn match. Mm-hmm. So you have a clear dynamic. Owens and Zayn are the baby faces. Because right now, Jay has some redeeming qualities. So I feel like him facing Owens and Zayn doesn't really make him a heel. It makes him more of a tweener. Again, it depends where they're going with this, though. If he ultimately realigns with the Usos or with the bloodline, I think it was dumb to not do the turn on Saturday at the pay-per-view. But... Um, and maybe they do end up having him turn on Sammy and that's when Owen, maybe they're just taking the angle of what we saw, we thought would happen and delaying it for a couple weeks again to get more story out of it, which is fine. Cause I know we're getting <coughs> something along those lines at some point, right? but they could also go the route of Uso of Jay Uso, not realigning with the bloodline. He's still on the fence and at mania. He factors into Roman Reigns losing the championship where he interferes. And this time he actually attacks Roman as opposed to being on the fence about it or helping Roman. He actually, goes after him, thwarts interference from his brother or Solo or whoever, and that's what allows Cody Rhodes to win the championship, either in that moment or a couple of minutes later, whatever it might be. Because um, then you can tell the story of like, because I think the ultimate endgame here is not Jey Uso taking the title from Roman Reigns, yeah. but I think the big climax of this Bloodline story, Cody taking the belt is, is a major milestone, of course, and a big part of the story. But I think Jay and Roman is still the biggest match. They, I mean, Cody and Roman is the Mania match. And I don't think Jay and Roman for the title is a Mania match. That can be a non-title SummerSlam, like attraction slash main event. Because I think Jay finally going after Roman, attacking Roman, beating Roman <clears throat> after losing him years ago is full circle for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Jay. Uh, I may <clears throat> look back on it and think that was dumb, depending on... It's honestly all about the aftermath and where they go next with this story. All right, so you 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 said a few things. I'm trying to. Re- I have like three things in my head right now. So um, I'll just go with the most recent words you said that Jay Uso could be involved in, in Roman losing the title. Um, as a fan and someone who covers a sport, if Cody Rhodes he's he, he's won the Rumble, is it gonna diminish him winning the title if there is outside interference? In that match, do you think Cody's going to end up winning clean? Because we haven't seen Roman been, been pinned in God knows how long, probably two and a half years, clean. Now, it, again, it could be part of this is what the bloodline does. Obviously, 
they're going to come out in a fear. But do you want the fact that Cody gets a W off an outside interference and it's not a clean win for him? No, listen, I completely agree. I know what I just pitched with Jay would make sense, and I would be okay with that too. And may, may, yeah, it's tough, man. It, I don't know. Listen, I, I think if you ask me right now what you just did, I want a clean finish. And I've said that for a long time because I know people have said, oh, maybe The Rock won't wrestle Roman to Mandy, but maybe he comes out and costs Roman. That makes no fucking sense. If anyone's going to cost Roman the championship, it should not be Sammy, honestly. It shouldn't be Owens. It shouldn't be The Rock. It should be Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be interference in anyone helping Cody win. Then it should be Jey Uso. Um, in a perfect world, I would have Cody win clean to f- clearly define that he's superior to Roman and he's the guy. Because Roman has not been beaten in over three years at this point. Over like three years and two or three months. Um, I think he should lose clean. But if you are going to have outside shenanigans, which I feel like we probably will because all of Roman's matches do, mm-hmm. for better or for worse, um, it's not a matter of Jay just coming out and attacking Roman. I think Solo comes out. Because honestly, let's be honest here. I think, why wouldn't they? And, and why wouldn't they come out? Because they've come out for every fucking match. Why wouldn't they come out of Mania? Unless something happens beforehand, like the Usos lose the tag titles, they walk out, they're pissed or something, and then they don't come back for night two. Yeah. Whatever it might be. Uh, same thing with Solo. Maybe he gets attacked on the SmackDown before Mania. We've seen stuff like this with Roman before. Um, same thing with Paul Heyman. But, um, yeah, I would think that they would come out and then Jay, instead of helping them, turns on Solo and his brother or at least says, you know, let back off or whatever. Maybe he, maybe Paul Heyman's about to interfere and then he just helps. He just helps thwart the interference. He just kind of is the, is the counteracting of the interference for Cody Rhodes. It's not a matter of him just coming out and handing Cody a chair, which would be fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, I think if it's done right, it would make sense. That makes, that tells for the right story. I just think old school, traditionally booking wise, Cody should win clean to clearly send the message. This is the guy. And this wasn't a tainted win in the main event of WrestleMania. And to my second point, the idea of Jay Uso, does he realign with Jimmy? Um, Does he still, is he in between with having this bond with Sami Zayn? Uh, What if, if you're going to have this official crumble of the bloodline um, to a degree, like what if you still don't know what side he's on coming into WrestleMania? You, you still don't know. And they, they do the match and everything, case may be. But Jay Uso really likes Sami Zayn. That, that, that's his guy. That's his boy. But then now you have an internal conflict with him and him and Jimmy, where like now them two are beefing. And then like at some point, you're probably, probably going to want to see Jay Uso solo at, at some point because he was solo uh, prior uh, back in the – the pandemic era, and it's like, what if we get that back? What if we split the Usos up? What if we get Jay versus Jimmy? What if we get Jay versus Roman Reigns? Because Roman's going to lose at WrestleMania. Usos going to lose at WrestleMania. Everything is done. But now you have an internal breakup with everybody, and Jimmy can get Jay, or Jay can get Roman. Like, What do you think about that idea? Um, Yeah, I could see that happening. It really is a matter of how the bloodline crumbles. I think we are going to get the beginning. I mean, we've already kind of got the beginning of it, but... yeah. I do think Mania is going to play a major part in the crumbling of the bloodline. You don't have to break up the entire group. I would say regardless of what you do, Roman should take time off after Mania to kind of go away for a while. I mean, right. I know he's not on the show every week as he's kind of like a part-timer now, but still, he's been champion for three years. It would be nice to get a small break from him for the first time since uh, 2020 when he was gone for like five or six months. So he goes away, and then when he comes back, they kind of figure out, okay, who's the leader of the bloodline? Who's in? Who's out? Jay, I would assume, is out. I don't know about Jimmy. 
I think splitting of tag teams is always questionable. I think Jay getting a singles run is fine with me. I don't think he's going to be the world champion. I don't think he should be, but um, him like facing Roman is cool. I just don't know what you do with Jimmy. I love Jimmy. I, the Usos are like the best tag team in the company, so breaking them up is kind of weird. But at the same time, they've also been around for 13 fucking years on the main roster mm -hmm. uh, without ever really breaking up. And they've never broken up for a reason because they're much more valuable as a team than they are as singles. But um, I, don't, I honestly don't really know how they do it. As far as what I would want to see, they're, they're, honestly, there could be a story down the road, maybe not immediately, of Solo taking the reins of the bloodline and then Roman kind of getting booted from his own group because Roman's power was the championships. He doesn't have the titles anymore, so he's no longer the fucking boss. There's a story you could tell there, too. Solo and Roman could be the Mania match. There's a lot of different ways you can go with this. Um, I just don't know what you do coming out of Mania. And I like the fact that we don't really know because there's a lot of different directions that they can go. I just have faith that they hopefully will do it correctly. Great question. That's a fucking great lead. That's why that's why you're great at what you do. Um, <laughs> you know, for those who don't know, like we, we've seen factions, you know, come together, be around for a long time, and then you know they they break up. We've seen factions that tend to um, remix or remodify themselves. So we've seen, you know, in in '98, DX was um, you know Shawn Michaels was the the, the top guy. He leaves because of injury, but now Hunter is the guy, and they reform with X Pac and the and, and the Outlaws. We've seen the Nation have Farouk on top, but then The Rock comes involved and they boot him out. You get Owen Hart involved. It's a new Nation domination with the Bloodline. And you made a great point because it, it could be maybe Roman's going to lose the titles. Has has no more power. Uh, Sokoa could be the next person to to lead the bloodline if you keep the usos intact do you see that once after mania and then roman gets his um time off do you think they just shut the whole thing down or do you feel like someone steps up and you kind of like find other people to come into the bloodline like how they did dx back in the day and also the nation domination I don't think they have any new members just because I don't, I mean, it's, it's the bloodline. I know Sammy was there as part of the group because he was helping them. He was like their stooge. Other than that, it's all family members aside yeah. from Heyman. Heyman has a, has a connection to the group. And I mean, there's really no one else from that family that could be added that isn't already in it. I mean, Solo could have been added and they did. Um, they added, they, they put the Usos in there when, when both were healthy to join. Um, you know, there's a guy named Jacob Fatu. He's an MLW. He's awesome. He's connected to the family. I don't know what his contract status is. Or he's kind of like Solo Sokoa, like the big bruiser of the group. So they kind of already have that in Solo. I don't know if they would need that in them. Mm -hmm. And being a part of it would be cool. That's not even realistic, like I said, because he's in another company right now. Um, so I don't know if you need to add any members. Because they have a lot of people as it is. They just lost Sammy. And they still have Solo, the Usos, and Roman and Paul. That That's enough as it is. Um, a good five or six people. So four or five people. Um, yeah, I think, I, I just don't know what you, like, there's so many things they can do. They could have Solo kick Roman out of the group. Um, I don't know if you want to have Roman go the tweener face, or the tweener route yet without going full face. Um, I mean, listen, if, if Roman's going to have time off, let's say yeah, six hopefully, months, We don't know that, but hopefully, if, yeah. If they give him time off, which, which would be well-deserved, I think a 95% chance he comes back and he's a fucking face. He's not a, he's not a heel coming back. He's not. It depends what they, it depends what they do because they already, they need, they need heels. That was the problem. I, like, yeah, you turning him on paper would make sense to a degree because he's already being cheered as it is aside from the pay-per-view last weekend for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. But, um, you have Cody as the top baby face in the company. 
You have Drew McIntyre as one of the top baby faces on SmackDown. I know it doesn't really feel like it right now because he's not doing much, but mm-hmm. he's a top baby face on that show. Sammy and Owens are two top baby faces that will likely take the tag titles of Mania. You have Bray Wyatt as well. So I feel like they have so many baby faces. They don't really need Roman on that side of the of the roster depth chart. You would have to turn someone, whether it's whether you do a double turn with Cody at some point, because Cody will be a heel eventually. I just wouldn't do that anytime soon because if he's so hot as a babyface, why the fuck yeah. would you turn him? Um, I wouldn't do that anytime soon. Like people suggesting, oh, you can have Ch- Sammy chase Cody. I mean, I, I would do that at some point with Cody as the heel, like the corporate heel champion, but that doesn't need to be anytime, ch- anytime soon. Um, y- you would need to turn somebody, whether it be Bray, who's also really over right now, maybe Drew. You need some top heels to face Cody. I'm not saying I would even want to see Cody and Roman too as soon as Roman gets back, but th- there are certain things you would need to figure out before you would do that. But maybe, right. maybe not. I don't know. There, there's a pretty good chance he comes back as a babyface, though. Like you said, I'm not sure. Yeah, because as a heel, who else? Who else does Roman need to work with? He he, he fucking beat everybody as a heel. Like who else? Is yeah, I know, I know. But how many heels does he have to work with? Though they don't really have many heels either. That's the problem because they put all their eggs in one basket with mm-hmm. Roman. Like, Karrion's not really that over. Santos isn't really that over yet. No. Um, Miz is a fucking joke on <laughs> Raw. Uh, Bobby, I guess, is a heel. I, I don't know what he is technically. Uh, they have him, I guess. Uh, Theory is on his Theory. way up, but he's not at the main event level yet. Uh, yeah, he's not quite there. He's still a U.S. champion. Um, Gunther. Going through is an option. So they have some heels, I will say. They have some, but LA Knight's an option. So they need to do a better job of, of, I mean, honestly, with Roman going away, hopefully that encourages them and pushes Triple H to be like, hey, wake the fuck up. Start pushing some of these people because we need some more top, like main event level heels. Uh And most of the people I mentioned, not that they're, that they can't be at that level. They're just currently not. We just have a lot of big baby faces, which is great when you have someone like Roman as champion and all these people can face Roman. But when Roman's no longer champion, the belt's back on a babyface. You need challengers for Cody Rhodes. Rollins, another top babyface on the show. They need to turn somebody at some point before Roman can go back to the babyface side. Or dare I say, <clears throat> before I move on from Chamber, they kick Roman out. He's on vacation, chilling. And they still keep Usos and, and Sokoa intact. Paul Heyman's probably still around. Um, and the bloodline... Is not saying getting better, but they're still doing damage. You know, they also might win the tag titles back. Sokoa might be a U.S. champion or Intercontinental, whatever, whatever it is. They're still really going strong. But Roman feels 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 a certain way, like you know, you're doing this without me. You know, I'm I'm the head of the table. I'm the guy. Um, this wouldn't be possible without me. And what if we have a bloodline? And Roman's like, damn, how can I take down my own people? Yep. Who can I call? Who can I trust? And there's one guy he can probably call. To re- I know exactly where you're going with this. And, <laughs> and listen, I, I've even thought the same thing. I just wouldn't do it anytime soon. But I love this idea before you even go forward with it. To, to, I mean, there's actually there's two people he can call. But one of them, the only only one of them is available right now. Right. This is where I think you're going, yeah. He, you got to call my guy Seth Rollins. You kind of bring the shield yeah. back. Well, 66% of the, of, the, of the shield to bring it back to take yeah. down the bloodline. What do you think? Could you imagine a scenario? And I said this in August. I said, I, I have the fucking tweak because I just thought that was such a good idea when I was thinking about it. Roman Rollins Moxley ain't coming back, but imagine if he did 
Amber, he actually, actually, he physically, he literally can't because he resigned for like five years. But Damn. could you imagine a Roman Rollins or maybe a Forbidden Door Moxley versus the Usos and Solo Sokoa? I mean, that sounds like that's main event of Mania material mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, with Roman and Rollins as it is versus like the Usos, who they actually first, when the Shield first came into the company and they were the tag team champions back in the day, they actually feuded with the Usos. They had an amazing match of Money in the Bank. Back in 20 fucking 13. So we're going back 10 years now. Uh, full circle. I think that would be cool. I mean, to fight his own bloodline, the bloodline would have to be pretty strong. I know Solo's still undefeated. The Usos are great. Roman's still miles ahead of all of them, in, including anyone on the roster. So it would be pretty um, uneven for him to team with Rollins because they were just they would just kill the Usos likely in Solo. But still, I do <clears> love <throat> the idea. I don't know if they would actually go in that direction. I wouldn't do that quickly mm-hmm. because I think the story to go, you know, we say turn Roman to face, but I think with the story to make sense, it's got to be Jay kicking. Jay's got to be the baby face going up against Roman because people want to cheer him. I think it just has to make sense with him being going baby face and not Roman, yeah. but maybe down the road you could do that. I'm not exactly sure, but that would be a great idea though. Cause I've thought about that myself. And then also if you, if you're trying to take down the bloodline, what if your third man is the rock, you get rock Roman and Seth Rollins. I wouldn't mind that. And then maybe that could lead to a rock and Roman at WrestleMania. This is, why, this, is why, this is why they should hire me and, and you, Graham. This is why <laughs> they should hire people like us. I agree. I mean, the only, I don't want to, I don't want to start planting seeds for a match that probably won't happen. We've been saying rock and Roman for like 20 years now and it's just hasn't happened. So yeah. not that I even care at this point. I don't really think it matters, but still that would be pretty cool. That would be an awesome, like survivor series main event right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just an idea. Uh, I'm going to go through some things real quick. Uh, well, Overall, Chamber, what you thought about it overall? I, I thought it was a great show. I really thought it was one of their best pay-per-views they've done. Um, I don't know about ever, but honestly in years, to be honest. I thought it was a tremendous pay-per-view. Um, all five matches were good to great. Even the Lashley Lesnar stuff, which was you know disappointing being so short as it was with the non-finish, but I thought it was what it needed to be. Um, I, I it was fun for, while it lasted. Mm-hmm. The two chamber matches were the, the women's one was really really good. The, the men's one was excellent. Honestly, I thought the men's chamber was one of the best I've seen. Um, not even just in recent memory, but maybe of all time. I'd have to really think about it. But that was an excellent chamber match. Um, the mixed tag team match was a lot of fun, and the main event was excellent as it's uh, replaying behind you on Peacock. So that's right. You know, I thought it was it was a great show. They didn't do any dumb booking decisions, uh, no title changes or anything like that. But still, a very fun show. And uh, set the stage nicely for WrestleMania and, and an amazing crowd in Montreal as well. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, real quick, until uh, I get to my final point, uh, we still got Roman against Cody, Charlotte against Rhea Ripley. We got Asuka against Bianca. The rumor is, uh, well, more likely Sami Zayn, KO against the Usos. We're going to probably uh, have some sort of uh, a red Ronda and Shayna against Damage Control for the tag titles, or it could be Becky, Lita, and Trish and a six-man, one of those. Uh, we'll see what happens. Also, uh, Bray Wyatt, rumor is going to get Bobby Lashley. The rumor is Brock, Brock will get Omos. Uh, I think most in social media land wanted Brock and, 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 and Gunther, uh, but we'll see what happens. And um, probably probably. Edge and Finn Balor is, I think that's where they're leading to for, for WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, so what do you think about those rumored matches, Graham, so far? Uh, most of them I'm on board with. I mean, another rumored one was uh, 
And I'm fine with not getting Brock and Gunther because of this. Another rumored one was Gunther defending against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in a triple threat. That makes sense to me because I think Sheamus should get the Mania match. Honestly, he should win the championship there, if we're being honest. Mm. Um, I would prefer a singles match just based off the story they've told with them. But Drew being in there is perfectly fine. We've never gotten Gunther and Drew in any major interaction. Gets Drew in a Mania match. He's been teaming with Sheamus lately anyway, so it does make sense. So that's another Mania match they should do. Lesnar and Omos, I really hope that's not fucking true. I know they teased it for Raw. I mean, I thought it was a red herring until you told me beforehand that according to the Observer, that is indeed the plan. Mm-hmm. I just find that really hard to believe. Triple H is not a dumb guy. <laughs> he's he's got to know that Omos is not an attraction. One of the nicest guys I've ever met, but he's not a fucking attraction. I'm sorry. Is Omos. He's just he's just not that good. He's also never really on the show. He's not been a threat since they broke him off on his own. He has not been in a major match in forever. No one gives a fuck about Omos. So I really hope they would not waste a, an attraction in Brock on fucking Omos. Mm. Um, I, I don't even love the idea of Brock and Bray Wyatt because that seemed to be the direction they might have been going in after SmackDown last week. I don't even like that idea because I feel like that match would also be terrible, but maybe not as bad as Brock, uh, Brock and Omos. You know, Bobby and Bray, why? I mean, this seems fucking random. I mean, the thing with Bray, the Uncle Howdy stuff ran its course a while ago. Which it, I've just gone to the point where I just don't care um, about that stuff. I love Bray. I mean, he's really over at all the shows that I've been to. But mm-hmm. his storyline just at this point, it seemed like, okay, we'll wait and see where they're going with it. And I gave them the benefit of the doubt. And I think it's a Bray storyline where, you know, he has a lot of creative control, it seems like, coming back now. There's been no fucking payoff to any of this. I mean, he's teaming with Uncle Howdy now. I thought they were feuding and... I don't yeah. know. It just seems it, I'm just I just don't care anymore. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with him. Bray and Bobby is just so random. Brock and Omos is even worse. Um, the damage control match is fine. I would rather see Be- Becky, Trish and Lita versus damage control. Um, I don't know what that would mean for Ronda and Shayna. I mean, I mean, they've been winning tag team matches, so they probably are getting a title shot. Well, f- they'll figure all this out in the next couple of weeks. I would mm-hmm. hope they don't wait until the last minute. But um, yeah, I mean, the, most of the top matches though, like. Logan and Seth Rollins looks awesome. Cena in theory, which makes sense. I'm looking forward to that. That should be a really good match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Uso, Sammy, and Owens, like I've said, looking forward to that forever. Rhea and Charlotte already set in stone. Cody and Roman already set in stone. So most of the top matches, I think, are set, and I'm looking forward to. It's more a matter of like the undercard that's kind of in a bit of a mess right now. Um, I got two questions, but I'm going to save one for next week. Uh, it'll be okay. more, more about Cody. Uh, if he wins, if when he wins the title, you know who are some contenders you want him to see him uh, defend the title against. But um, I don't ever want to feel like I forget or don't mention AEW. I read early in the week, probably around Friday, Saturday, that the WWE is very interested in Kenny Omega. I don't know about the contract situation with Omega if he, if he's out there's free agent, but probably winding down, might get an extension. What's going on? But I, you know. I think the company has, has has always wanted Kenny Omega. We spoke we spoke about it years ago. Like, what if Kenny Omega was to go to, you know, the top door company and how they would view him? And and I guess Cody leaving AEW and going to WWE has opened a lot of eyes and made made performers feel like, man, if I was to leave here, you know, if I go over there, they're gonna treat me like like gold. Um, what have you been hearing about Kenny Omega's situation and? Could it be a possibility that Kenny Omega does walk out and leave and go to the WWE? It is a possibility. I think it's not as far-fetched as people think. Is my is kind of my big thing about this. I'm not saying it will happen. Honestly, my expectation is that 
The talk about him potentially leaving is honestly, to me, probably just a ploy to get him a bigger deal from AEW. Because right now, Omega's a massive star. He's an EVP. He's he, not a massive, massive star, but he's one of their biggest stars on the roster. He's mm-hmm. one of their best on the entire show in ring-wise and in other aspects as well. Um, he helps a lot of you know behind the scenes. He's a big part of their video game coming out soon. He's a massive asset to them. It would be a big blow to AEW to lose to Kenny Omega to the competition. A very big blow. And it's very possible, too. The guy's 39. WWE would want him. Cody going back, it does open a lot of eyes. I could see the argument, oh, Cody only was successful because he was already established there anyway. If it was someone else that... Like, for example, if we're being realistic, if Omega was in that spot last year where Cody was, and Cody and Omega came back in that spot that Cody was, would he have gotten as big of a reaction? I mean... I would say no, because he would have gotten as big of a reaction from people like me or you or whoever who know Omega. I know Cody came out with the new music and everything, but for example, I know a lot of people who do not watch wrestling anymore that would have watched that and were like, oh, it's Cody. Like, I don't know about this American Nightmare bullshit, but I remember Cody from a few years ago. They would have no fucking clue who Omega is if they don't watch AEW. Um, They might get, you know, accustomed to him very quickly. Like with AJ Styles, AJ was a perfect example. When Cody came back last year, he was getting massive reactions week after week. AJ was not getting massive reactions week after week when he first came into the company. He got over due to his in-ring ability, and then he kind of got over. I think Omega would be in the same spot. And he's also around the same age that AJ was when AJ came in years ago. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I do think it's a possibility. It would be a massive blow to AEW to lose him. I do think he'll ultimately stay. Currently, right now, behind the scenes, he's a big asset. On the show, he's really not. They're the fucking trios champions. They're doing comedy bullshit with the Elite. Right. It's just trap. I'm just not a fan of that at all. I like mm-hmm. the Elite. I like Kenny Omega a lot. I just feel like he's not really doing much of anything that's of any real importance. Yeah. Um, I would like to see him in WWE facing people like AJ Styles and, and people like that. I feel like that'd be fucking cool. Um, Get one last good run out of him. It's honestly now or never. I don't see him ever going over if it's not now because... If he re-signs with AEW for like five years, he'll be 45, 46. He'd probably be done after that. Mm. So I think he's either staying put or going to WWE. And I would honestly like to see him in WWE to see what he can do. Fresh batch of opponents, new challenges. He's already been the AEW world champion. He's been tag team champion, trios champion. What more can you really do there aside from just being an established stepping stone for people to beat to kind of get to the next level? I would like to see him move on. I don't expect it to happen, though. So what's his current contract? status looking like they, they didn't confirm it Meltzer kind of heavily implied that if it's not up already it will be very soon because okay. he did sign five years ago or four years ago this past month you know January February of 2019 um, that being said though it was also implied that they could have added time due to the fact that he was out for so long with an injury a year or two ago right so they could add that onto his deal and then I don't know if the suspension he was out for two months with the suspension I don't think that would count Injury would count, I would think. And then they would add nine months on. So he might not be a free agent until the end of the year or have his contract expire until later on in 2023, early 2024. I I, I think it would be on the sooner side. Um, I don't think it's going to be anytime. I was going to say it wouldn't be anytime soon because he's currently the trios champion. Why would they have a belt on him if he's if he's a free agent soon or the New Japan title he currently has? But at the same fucking time, dude, Cody Rhodes was a free agent at this time last year. And when he was the, he, literally in early 2022, he was the TNT champion for AEW without a contract. Cody was not going to walk on Raw's TNT champion. That would be a big fuck you to AEW. That just wasn't necessary. And everybody thought he was going to stay. Everybody thought it yeah, was I thought, like, yeah, yeah, everyone no. did. Yeah, myself included. So if he's, if, if he's an example, Tony Khan, I think, kind of underestimated 
oh, he's going to stay, so let's keep him in major storylines. We don't really have to write him out or anything like that. I mean, he, they did kind of write him out in his match with Sammy, but it's not like he had this giant farewell. He just didn't show up again, and that was he was gone. Yeah. So Omega could be the same thing where it's not like he's winding down. He could be champion today, next week, because if his, if his contract's up at the end of the month and they feel like he might leave, they could take the belt off him on Wednesday's Dynamite. Um, in case, I mean, they need to do a better job of like, okay, if the contract's coming up, either re-sign him and make sure he's under a deal, or you got to be confident that he's staying in order to keep going with these championships and stuff like that. So just mm-hmm. a small observation, but I assume we will find out for definitively, uh, definitively we'll find out pretty soon. Well, either way, something to look forward to. Very interested in seeing how that plays out. Uh, Omega might, might, might stay, but you never know nowadays, Grant, people might stay, they might go, they might, you know, we, we've seen, I seen Sasha leave the company. I thought she would never leave, but she did. Cody was a yeah, fucking VP of, of AW and he bound. So, um, I wouldn't, I would not rule it out, but I think if Kenny Omega was to ever go to, Oh, you know, with, with Hunter and them, it's going to be like, Oh, that's, that's, that's fucking that's but a that's major blow, a major blow to AEW if that happens. But I think he stays. I think he stays. I think he stays. The company is named after the fucking group, the elite. So if he that's were to right. leave, I mean, <laughs> that's not good at all. But yeah, we'll see. I'm excited the other way. I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes. Uh, Graham Matthews, always a pleasure having you on the show. Find Graham Matthews at WrestleRant on Twitter. Great work for both Bleacher Report and Fan Sighted Daily DDT. Find myself on Twitter and IG, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J. C-R-U-Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Also on YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Also on TikTok at 2 out of 3 falls pod. Go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Show some love and support for the program. As I mentioned, Graham Matthews, always appreciated. I know we'll, we'll, we'll tap in next week. Sounds good, brother. Looking forward to it. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Adios. All right.